April 27, 2021. Welcome, everybody. That means it's time for another episode of the Figure Four Podcast. My name is Doug, and today I'm going to do something a little different. I want to do a watch-along with you guys, and if you have the WWE Network, please, oh please, join me because Saturday Night's Main Event was one of my favorite shows back when I was a kid. We're going to go back to July 29th, 1989. Saturday night's main event, and we're going to look at a match that was two out of three falls for the WWF Tag Team Championship. It was Demolition against the Brain Busters, and it was a fantastic match. So if you have the WWE Network, we'll sync up at the same time, and we'll watch and talk about it together. It's going to be a good time. So if you do have the network, get on it. Look for July 29th, 1989, Saturday night's main event. And I'll set up the timeline, and we'll go 3, 2, 1, click play, and off we go. So if you guys are all set, what I want you to do is set your, uh, your little bar to 43 minutes and 40 seconds of that episode of Saturday Night's Main Event. And in 3, 2, 1, here we go. All right, the camera just zooms in now. It shows Aaron Anderson and Tully Blanchard with, of course, Bobby the Brain Heenan, the Brain Busters. Now, they had a match on the previous Saturday night's main event, and it wasn't two out of three fall. It was just a single match. It was in May of 1989. And, of course, Demolition got themselves disqualified. Brain Busters won the match, but not the tag team titles. So, obviously, this leads in to the rematch here in July of 1989. I always loved... Demolition, favorite tag team of all time. I always loved Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard. To me, they were the heart of the Four Horsemen. Without Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard, there was no Four Horsemen. These two guys were absolutely amazing. Now, Mean Gene is interviewing Demolition. Their promos were okay. Uh, it was their in-ring stuff and just their persona, I think, is what really drew me to them. Of course, they had the coolest theme music and wrestling history rick derringer just knocked that music well it was a combination of rick derringer and jim johnston they knocked that music for demolition completely completely out of the ballpark but when these guys just walk down to the ring i don't know to me as a kid i always saw them they always remind me of jason from friday the 13th they were awesome yeah, d for demolition Mean Gene was one of the greatest interview guys in the business, I think, ever. Here comes Demolition. Brainbusters are already in the ring. Wow, I missed Saturday night's main event. Just look at that entrance. My God. That was one of the coolest entrances in wrestling that Demolition had. Bobby the Brain Heenan telling them to come on. This was an awesome match. I think earlier on this card, uh, Hulk Hogan had defended the WWF title against the Honky Tonk Man. Uh, Brutus Beefcake was fighting Randy Savage. That's where Zeus got involved. Uh, you know, and, and you know, big names, Randy Savage, Hulk Hogan, Zeus, because he was just starting to get over because of the movie No Holds Barred. But this was the sleeper match of the night, Demolition and the Busters. This was an absolutely awesome match. You know, Tully. 
great wrestler. Just one of those guys you wanted to kick the shit out of because he was a little prick. He was fast, though. Great scientific wrestler. A lot of people don't know either. I'm just looking at Axe. He was a, Axe was actually in no in Hogan's movie No Holds Barred. He was a a wrestler in paint that Hogan was fighting. Until he got thrown out and Smash just waylaid him. Smash was pretty powerful too. Axe was always known to be the powerhouse of the team, but you know Smash wasn't a slouch either. A couple of three hundred pounders. Tully's just getting rocked now. I love that he hip tosses them over. The, the the Busters were great at cutting off the ring. That was great tag team wrestling. Demolition just didn't care. Axe just hip tossed him into his own corner. Now they're double teaming him. Axe is just got a power out of this. Look at this. Boy, Anderson was a great seller too. Anderson was a was a great wrestler, but man, he could sell too. Oh, here they come, double teaming Axe now on the outside. Little dipsy doodle, wham, there's Smash. Wow, the crowd was so into this match. Everybody just loved Demolition. I'll never understand. I mean, I know there was backstage stuff and there was stuff going on with Axe, but they did not need Crush. I think they just, I, I think it watered down Demolition whenever he came in. It, they should have just broke the team up instead of bringing in Crush. It just didn't work. Busters are outside now. Bobby Heenan's on the verge of crying. They were another tag team, especially... And again, I can't give Aaron Anderson enough credit. This guy was just a, a, an amazing psychologist. He was another guy. I, I In the last episode, I talked about Jake the Snake Roberts giving you a look and making you believe what he was doing was real. Aaron Anderson could do the same thing. Amazing. <clears throat> <laughs> the look on Arn Anderson's face. Just sheer terror. Snapmare. Look at this. Catches Arn's foot in midair and stops him. And nice little flip. I love in this match they keep panning over to Bobby the Brain Heenan and every time they show him he just looks more and more and more dejected. <laughs> like he's got to just cry and piss everywhere. Oh, there's a typical classic demolition. Double teams smashing each other, their opponents in the corner. Oh, going to the injured knee. They didn't do anything flashy, and I'm talking about both teams, but man, it was just good, entertaining tag team wrestling. This is back when the tag team division uh, was at its peak, like WWF, fr from the mid-80s, uh, even up until this point. My God, the talent they had on the tag team roster was unbelievable. You had the Busters, you had Demolition. I don't think the Killer Bees were still here at this point, but I could be wrong. You had the Rockers. Uh, the Heart Foundation, the, the list went on and on and on. This is a great move here. Smash goes for a body slam and Tully drop kicks Iron right in the back to push him down. Just great psychology in the match. It's a great story. It, it, and if you know what I mean by wrestlers tell a story in the ring, it's a great story these two teams are, are telling in this ring. There's Tully. Typical Tully. Everyone wants to kick the shit out of that little fuck. Here comes Aaron. 
And Smash trying to fight his way out. Oh, this is what I love here. Look at this, that Arn Anderson spinebuster. Like that's a those are that's a teeth rattling move. Like the, the way he just gave that little twist in the hips. And a huge kick out by Smash. <laughs> I love the look on Arn Anderson's face. Again, back to Bobby Heenan. He's gonna cry. But Aaron Anderson's spinebuster is just, it's the best in the business. You've got a couple of guys who've tried to use it. Triple H is the first one that comes to mind. No one has got a spinebuster like Aaron Anderson. Well, draped across the top rope. And that's the end of the first fall. Demolition gets the first fall. Man, they were big boys. Big, 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 big boys. <clears throat> of course, Bobby Heenan screaming, everything is illegal. And they come back from commercial, ready to start the second fall. You know, it's, it's, I just wish that wrestling, and I don't care where it is, at least, and I've said this before, AEW is starting to, has an amazing tag team division. Um, and it started with the Bucks, but now they've got FTR in there, who I'm sorry. And, and, and I said for years and years, even when they were underused in WWF, that FTR reminded me of the Brain Busters, just every match, every single match. And tag team wrestling is missing in, we'll call it sports entertainment. Like I said, back in this day, the depth on that roster, as far as the, the tag team division went, was just unbelievable it was second to none and then you and that was just wwf at the time that's not even counting the nwa or wcw i guess it was at this point or was ready to be called at this point smash he was one ugly prick they didn't use a lot of scientific stuff but the, the demolition was another team that knew how to cut the ring off I love the cell of Anderson. <laughs> Dropped across the top rope, throat first, and then does the flare flop. Just wham. And Bobby Heenan's going to cry again. I love this position. Axe always would do that snap mare and get him in a rear chin lock. And he used to scream. He was so loud. And that voice was so choppy and rattly. He'd just start screaming, break it, break it. Here comes Tully now. Kicking away, kicking away. He's doing really well in, in AEW as well, Tully Blanchard. Kind of taking the role of J.J. Dillon. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, here comes Aaron. Oh, shot to the throat. What an evil bastard. They were just so good. They, 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 I understand why they left the NWA. And if you've ever heard Aaron Anderson's podcast, he's talked about it. They left because Jim Crockett promised them money and Bobby Heenan running away slapped Axe in the face. But Jim Crockett owed them money, so they went to WWE. They, they should have been the greatest NWA tag team champions of all time. 
it's a shame that it's it's a shame they left because the horsemen were never the same without Tully after Aaron went back. And Tully didn't. Axe pushed back in to Aaron Anderson. This must be a rest period here because they have gone pretty pretty hard. Three of the four guys are pretty big dudes, so why not have a little half camel clutch to kind of slow the pace down? Tag to Tully. <clears throat> boy, oh boy. That was a kind of a sloppy off the rope, but he made it anyway. There's Tag. Here comes Smash. Smash is cleaning house. Boy, oh boy. The fans are just loving this. Oh, all four wrestlers in the ring now. Look at the power at this point in the match. A press slam to Tully Blanchard by Smash. Oh no, here goes the weasel. Wham! Right into the post. I apologize. I'm dealing a little with a little bit of a chest cold today. I think it's around this time that Andre comes out to the ring. Yes, here comes Andre. I love this finishing move of demolition too. Axe off that second turnbuckle. Now this is what I I loved when I remember when I watched this, he counted three on Axe's shoulder and then called for the bell. Well, why didn't you call for the bell before? And then he goes over and he raises Arn Anderson's hand. Demolition's like, oh, I can't believe it. We got disqualified, why? And it used to be back in the day, um, if you won a two out of three fall match, if one of the falls were a disqualification, you didn't win the tag team titles. I don't know when they changed that rule because, well, we all know what happens here, but the second fall was a disqualification. I seen the Bulldogs beat the Hart Foundation, I believe it was, too straight to regain their tag team titles but for some reason they didn't and they wanted two straight falls but they didn't get the tag team titles because the first fall was a dq i'm not sure when they changed that but i'm glad they did change it because it just makes for great drama okay guys i apologize i had a little problem with my wwe network it just kind of stopped working there uh so where we left off, Axe just delivered the big elbow off the ropes to Tully. At this point, there's going to be a cool spot that I really like. We're at 57.35 of the match. And in, I'll hit play in three, two, one. Here we go. Wham! Head first into his own opponent, into his own partner, I should say. As Andre walks on. As a kid, I thought that was the coolest thing ever. And for back in the day, they did a really good job of selling it. And there's Aaron looking for the tag. He's dazed himself. Another, another little double axe handle right there. Boy, they were great sellers. They made for a great story. I can't stress that enough. Now they're just going to start duking it out in the middle of the ring. There's a cool spot coming up here as well. Atomic drop, wham. Head to head, down goes both men. There's Bobby Heenan screaming, come on, follow my voice, follow my voice. Be my meal ticket. Win the tag team titles. Come on, or I'll send you back to 
Bill Watts and the NWA. And there's a tag to Tully. And Axe gets the tag to Smash. And Axe is a house of fire. Sorry, Smash is a house of fire. Boy, Tully was <laughs> he was good at selling too. Nice little trip into the turnbuckle. Whip. Got guys on the floor. Axe and Smash and Tully are in the ring. And Earn just goes into the post. Axe is back in the ring now. Suplex by Smash. Tully goes behind him. Earn's going to the second rope. There you go. Axe finally gets involved. Bobby Heenan's on the ring now. This is where all the magic happens. Andre's at ringside and throws his chair into the ring. And Tully picks it up. Wham! And you know what? There's a really good interview. I, I believe it's on YouTube. If you listen to it, Smash talks about this night, and he says Tully did it for sure. Of course, the Brain Busters win the tag team titles. Everybody's happy, but if you can find it, Tully's convinced, or, or uh, Smash is convinced that Tully nailed him with that chair on purpose. That hurt because you can see, as you can see there, the chair actually bent when he hit him with it. So the Busters win the World Tag Team Titles. Bobby Heenan's happy; he's got another champion because at the time. Ravaging Rick Rude was the Intercontinental Champion. Everybody's happy. Andre is happy. They're going back. They're going to show the replay. Now, if you're still with me, watch this chair shot. Andre throws the chair in the ring for Tully. Tully leans back. Wham! Look at where that lip bent. That was a damn good shot in the back of the head. And smashes out. He said he had no idea. He didn't remember anything and. The last thing he remembers was being back in the locker room. There's Jesse Ventura and King Haku and Rick Rude, and they're talking about how happy they are, and everything was absolutely right in the right with the world and the Bobby Heenan family. Boy, that was a great Saturday night's main event. And Jesse Ventura was a great he was a great play-by-play guy. Best voice in the business. Didn't care for his interviewing skills, but Eh, he was still great overall. Guys, that's another episode of the Figure Four Podcast in the books. Thanks, guys, for hanging out, doing this watch along with me. I thought it'd be different and a little bit fun. Like, subscribe, do whatever they tell you to do at the end of, the, at the end of these podcasts. But until next week, stay safe. My name is Doug, and I'm out.